We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Hello. 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 <laughs> hello. Hello. That was clever. Yeah, that was I good. Say hello and hello and welcome to another edition of Second Amendment Radio here on FM News Talk. 97.1, Tony Colombo here with my partner, Aaron Tarlow, yes. the owner of Southern Armory, and of course, our producer, Chad Ellis, is here as well. How you hello, hello. Yes. hello, hello. So, uh, we've got a great show on tap for you today. Coming up in a few minutes, we're going to talk to Pastor John Michael Brown. Um, if you are a longtime listener to FM News Talk 97.1, you have heard JMB, John Michael Brown, on many of the shows here. Uh, Think Tank on the Dave Glover Show. He's been a guest on The Weekend Report. He's been on Dave's show a bunch. Um, and he is a pastor, obviously. Uh, he is also a uh, a two A guy. He is uh, him and his friends go and uh, and sh- and shoot very often as is one of their uh, sort of fun activities that they do together. And there's always been a big debate surrounding uh, religion, Christianity, and Firearms whether or not out. yeah whether or not guns are something that should be a part of your religious belief. Here's a pastor who enjoys shooting guns, and there are, I think, some out there that would say that uh, guns are uh, anti-God. Uh, you know, God is a is a peaceful God and uh, not a God of war, and guns are uh, tools of war, and therefore guns don't jive with the... Uh, with the Christianity or the uh, religious belief. So we're going to get his uh, thoughts on that, his interpretations of the Bible and God's message, and um, I think it should be a very interesting discussion. It's always that's always a fascinating one. It is. Thank you, Chad. No <laughs> problem. <laughs> Technical issues. Yeah, that whole time Chad was fixing Aaron's microphone. Well, that's all right. Mic. I can keep talking. Right. Yeah. Like, this, isn't, this doesn't look right. Um, so... Yeah, so this is actually something that um, I've had the conversation with uh, the pastor at the church that we go to yeah. as well. And it was funny because we just started going there. Um, it was actually uh, maybe a few months before we started this show, right? We, we'd found this church, and my wife had gone to some other churches, and we were just like, you know, she was like, no, no, no. And, like, some of them were, like, huge, like, big productions and, oh, yeah. you know, like like strobe lights and, like, smoke and and stuff like that. So not, I mean, our church is kind of like that, but it's not like, like that, you know, yeah. like kind of these big mega churches. And I was just like, mm, no, she'd be like, well, we'll try it one more time. Like, yeah. Then she'd be like, yeah, no. So, uh, anyway, so we started going there and we, we really like it. And so we did like the, uh, starting point, I think is what they call it. It's basically like the next step, but kind of get more mm-hmm. gets involved with the church and stuff. So we did that. And, um, He's, he's like, he mentions in there, he's like, you know, I carry, you know, you asking her what everybody does. And normally we're, we're pretty, pretty cautious when we don't know you, right. um, you know, sure. on, on what we do. So normally, you know, we, we give you like the generic thing, like I'm a fireman and 
she's a teacher and we leave the whole the gun shop thing out of it because right. we're not going to debate debate politics with you so um it's just easier that way sure. so i'm sure that there's, there's other 2a guys out there that are like yep i don't even bring it up imagine having that as as your uh as your profession you know <laughs> and you're coming and encountering a bunch of different people so um with all that being said well then he's like you know he basically talks about uh how he carries uh like an lcp like you know every day and we just me and my wife kind of look at each other we're like what you know and you know i guess he kind of saw that puzzled look so he's like now trying to justify it to us and we're like oh yeah so um Anyway, in short, we we um, we I should say I invited him on. Uh, and I, I CC'd you on that email, so yeah. I guess this is kind of like a preview of like upcoming shows. Yeah. And uh, I was like, "Hey, do you want to come on the show?" And he's like, oh, "I don't know, you know, I'm a longtime listener to the DGS, so he's like familiar with who you are and everything else." So, uh, but anyway, uh, so Sunday, you know, after church, me and my, my my daughter normally we hang out for a little bit, let the crowd die down, and then we we attempt to walk through the parking lot because she's in this. Uh, very independent stage. Yeah, oh, yeah. She will walk to the car herself, and then you know, I will open the door, and then she will indicate she wants to go up. So, um, so we're just kind of hanging out, waiting for the crowds to die down. He walks up to me, and he's like, "Hey, uh, I was going to email you back or call you, but I figured I'd just see you today." And he was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come on. Let's do it uh, before I go on my hiatus in July." And I'm like, "Good," because I'm going in on a hiatus in July too. So sometime here in June. Uh, he's going to come in and That's great. Uh, for the I guess the whole episode and uh, talk with us. But we've got a bunch of great topics. Him and I have just been kind of discussing casually, and uh, so it'd be a good a good kind of up and coming. Another mm-hmm. show uh, I think I mentioned to you. I think we called. I called you one night or texted you. Uh, I've got a buddy who's a supervisor for the crime lab for St. Louis County. Yeah, and uh, so like everybody's like crime lab. It's he's the guy that goes out and investigates. Um, the shootings, right, and and other stuff like you know, so he's got the big like crime scene van, right? So he's a he's a CSI, so maybe we can we can rip him a little bit on that. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so he's gonna uh, come in and and chat with us, and then he knows the prosecuting attorneys that also prosecute these uh, what they call them crimes against persons, right? So it's just their their soft language, I guess, for for murder, right? And um, so with all that being said, uh, we should have some really interesting guests kind of coming up here in June, because I was just kind of uh, driving home one night, and I said, hey, I haven't talked to my buddy uh, Dalen in a while, and I just called him out of the blue, and then, you know, we started talking, and I was like, hey, man, you know what, we got this show on the radio, do you want to come on and talk about what you do now? And uh, he was like, yeah, I do. So Dalen is a really good guy. I've known him for probably... That's great. A lot, probably longer than he wants me to admit, you know, <laughs> 20 years or so. So it'll be it'll be a good show. So if you're just tuning in for the first time, definitely go back and get the podcast on, on 97.1 FM or what your big component of uh, radio... Radio.com dot com, yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, you go back and get the old podcast. We talked about a lot of great subjects, but we've got a lot of great ones kind of coming up uh, in the interim because there's not going to be a lot of laws getting made in Missouri, uh, which was a lot of the spring for right. us. And then, really, you know, we're going to have some national news uh, coming in and out, especially with the suppressor stuff going on. Yeah, and but, uh, there's another, and we'll get to this later in the in the show. Uh-huh. Also, there's a a news story just uh, yesterday out of Capitol Hill. Speaking of no laws in the state of Missouri, but uh, uh, stupidity never sleeps in Washington. Yeah, correct. Um, House and Senate Democrats have introduced legislation uh, this week that say that they will allow victims of gun violence to have their day in court. So um, um, victims of gun gun violence will be able to sue 
the gun industry. Yeah, so... So we'll get into that. Yeah, okay, we'll, we'll talk about that, that because I have a... Actually, it's funny because I have... You know, I... Uh, you know, I'm at home and whatever, and I see these articles kind of flowing through, and I get emails from a bunch of different um, industry entities, uh, like National Shooting Sports Foundation, which just it's kind of like the NRA, but just for the for the industry. And um, so we, we can talk about that. But yeah, uh, Southern yep. Armory, you know, we, that's we've, where we're going. Yeah, next. what's happening at Southern Armory? Father's Day is coming up. Yes, and, it is. Uh, so we were kind of you know discussing like what is different for. Uh, for you know what you you could get dad for this year you know and my wife's like huh and i was like you know is there anything like you know selling over another you know and she's like no you know everybody's like buying ammo buying holsters and i was like huh you know and i was like you know what sets us apart and she was like well you know obviously our classes are pretty unique and we hear that yeah from from people constantly you know even though they've gone through other CCW classes or other defensive pistol classes, uh, but n- nobody really has the firearms training simulator in St. Louis, which is one unique thing about uh, Southern Armory. So yes, uh, we were going to do a special on that, buy a half hour, get a half hour for free for dad. And what's neat is, is you can buy it for dad and then come in and use it with dad. So uh, instead of 60 bucks an hour plus, you know, that additional fee per person, you're talking uh, $45 uh, for a whole hour. So it's, it's discounted down, um, you know, like 25%. That's and, awesome. Um, and actually probably a little bit more because, you know, you're talking, you know, second, per- third person, et cetera. So come in and get a gift certificate uh, for that for sure. And it, it's, it's really neat because you can do, you know, the home invader, you can do the car jacking, you can do the off the workplace shooter. Right. Um, or you can shoot balloons. Yeah, or you can shoot what, what Piper and I shoot, which is balloon animals, and, <laughs> and she loves shooting balloon animals, which, you know, I like. You know, really, she just kind of holds it, and I just press the, the trigger. But, right. you know, um, it's a it's a good bonding experience. You know, if me and my daughter are doing it, and she's like two, uh, then, you know, your kids that are much older are going to do it um or if you're be, or yeah. if you're being very serious about yeah. it you can, you can do the it, some you very some serious very legitimate stuff. training yeah and actually it's it's funny we had a lady come in we had a lady come in the other day she had three kids and um kind of, she's, unfortunately she's getting divorced right so she's going through this uh thing with the guns and you know value and blah blah blah, blah. so she came in and she was talking to uh Jessica about it which you know Jess was more than happy to kind of out the blue book and and discuss you know uh things with her and the kids were just kind of running around and i was like hey you guys want to do something fun and they were like yeah i was like come with me so i took her three kids probably ranging in age from you know five to ten into uh the farms training simulator and we were just playing uh you know on that and uh, they got a big kick out of the the zombies. Consequently, mm-hmm. they were they were digging that, and then the cowboy shooter and everything else. And they were like, "We don't, you know." One was like, "I'm not going to share," and I'm like, "Look, I've got additional pistols. Everybody can shoot." <laughs> so, uh, you know, they're getting a kick out of it. Adults get a kick out of it. So, really, you know, I would say no age is is too young. Um, it's a super safe environment. It's a super fun environment, and. Uh, you just you just got to try it. So Absolutely, you can you can see the demo video uh, on our website southernarmory.com. Southernarmory.com. That's southernarmory.com. Uh, or you can stop in and and ask to to run uh, you know a scenario or two. Or we're happy to let you get on there and just kind of 
try it out and see if you're going to like it and uh, you're going to love it. I, I I really, really enjoy it. When we first got it, it was like an every night thing. Mm-hmm. I was in there because, you know, we always had a CO2 canister in the gun and it just had to get <laughs> had to get used, you know, or just go to waste. Right. You know, it wouldn't be good the next day, baby. Yeah. So, uh, you know, yeah, so you I'd, be in there. I'd be in there like every night for like an hour after work. And just throw this thing away. Yeah. It'd be such a waste, you <laughs> know. <laughs> and then... Uh, and it just became a thing. Talk you know? about the classes for a minute too. Yeah, the classes are great. Uh, you know, we do um, the CCW class. We had a we had a great class this past week, and um, you know, I can only think of a, a handful of times where somebody's not uh, actually like qualified. And, uh, and unfortunately, this was one of those those weekends. There's only been two instances that I can think of, and. Um, the lady, uh, I don't know, you know, how much I want to reveal on air, but uh, just, you know, had a disability, um, mm. you know, and, you know, as a being in the fire and EMS, I can generally pick up on her, you know, pretty quick. And she was like wheelchair bound. So we made, you know, helped her as much as I could. You know, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like getting in the booth and, you know, showing her how to load her magazines. And she did great. Um, but you could tell, like, after, you know, shooting a few rounds, she would get weak and have to set the gun down. I was like, dude, just take your time. You know, it ain't a ain't a big deal. So she fell short by like one or two rounds, um, and so um, I was just you know they, they were funny. It was I shouldn't say funny, but it was like they were all low in the target. She couldn't pick the gun up high enough. Mm. So I was like, you know, we can we can you know, and the the targets at the the gun range when you're sitting are kind of kind of yep. high, you know. Yep. So I was like, not a big deal, you know. Let let me take you to a range that we use. It's just our property. We use it for our advanced classes. We'll just we'll just go down there and I'll put it you know, low in the target stand where it's like level with you or like if you were standing, it would be like a, mm-hmm. like more, uh, how do I say this? Um, the, like on the same plane. Yeah. You know? Yeah. M- more of a realistic deal. Right. And then, uh, you know, we'll just shoot again and in a, in a big deal. So I have confidence that she's going to qualify the second time around. It's not a, not a big deal. So um, they just sit up so high, you know, when you're right. sitting, it's just, it is what it is. That's an interesting, so, how often does that, so... There are obviously certain qualifications that yeah. somebody has to be able to efficiently perform yes. before they are given their CCW uh-huh. license. Um, is it all pretty, like it, the normal person off the street is going to be able to come in and figure it out in the eight hours of training or whatever yeah. it is? Or Be- yeah, between- like what's the percentage of people that don't make it? Is it a tiny, tiny We've had two in ten years. There you go. So, you yeah. know, so I mean, if you you kind of figure it out, um, we're doing, mm-hmm. you know, a few hundred students a year. You mm-hmm. know, if you probably average it out, so you can kind of kind of do the math. When I go down to uh, Clayton, it's to all the, about the background check, right? I mean, that's the that's the that's, that's the, the thing the, that's gonna make yeah. or break it. Usually, usually and, once you once they're in class and you can teach them, mm-hmm. you yeah, can teach them. and and really like the women are the easiest to teach. Strangely yeah, you've said enough. that before, yeah, yeah. Or the people have absolutely no experience; they have no idea what they're doing. Yeah, um, they they make the the best shooters. Um, just it's because the guy who's got a little bit of shooting experience, watched a ton but of has movies, never been trained properly. Yeah. That thinks he knows it all, right? Yep. and you got it. Can be the most difficult person yeah. to. You know, they're doing like the cup and saucer, and it's like, you know, the reason your groups are huge is because the the guns kind of rolling around like on a ball. You know, like ball and pivot. Yeah, and so What's a yeah, cup and saucer. Uh, cup and saucer. So like, take your hand, make like a fist, uh-huh. and then pop that fist kind of like right in the middle of the palm, and uh-huh. it, you know, kind of rolls around. Uh huh. So that's like cup and saucer. Like you would drink a, you know, cup of you know, cup and saucer. And that's a bad thing. Uh, like so somebody it's, will it's, be. It's kind of an old school thing, you know, like 
big, like old, old school. Gotcha. Like, you know, old 50s, but, 60s, 70s. But not something that we do anymore. No, not anymore. It's not even, not even taught. So, so people think that that's something that they're going to do. They're going to do, they're going to show up and do it and be like, look, I'm already ahead of the game. Yeah. I already know about, about this cup and saucer yeah. thing. And I, think, like, Dude, I think, I no. think if you watch maybe Lethal Weapon, like, uh, they cup and the, saucer. Uh, uh, you know the detective, not the the uh, Danny Glover. Yeah, Danny Glover. Yeah, uh, in I can't there. remember which one. One of them's Murdoch, and one of them's Riggs. I can't remember which one's which though. It's Murdoch. But is he it, Glo- Danny Glover? Yeah, Whatever. I think I can't he's remember. Danny Glover. But you know he's shooting at the range with his revolver, you know, old school. Because Riggs has got the the semi auto, like right. Beretta. It's hardcore hardware. Then um, right. back then, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, Tay, it's like you know, you know, your CZ or something. Right. So, uh, and he's like, you know, cracks his neck, rolls it around, and then you know, draws like a smiley face, you know, in the in the target, you right. know, at like twenty five yards or something ridiculous. <laughs> so, and that's what people see, and they're like, that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah. And it's like, come on, man, it's that's it's movie magic. That's a movie. You know, that's it's not, not how that works. Yeah, not even close. So. That's pretty funny. I've tried to do the whole uh, smiley face in a target. And, you know, I can do it in the sim. That, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, once I get warmed up, I can do it in the sim. Doing it with live ammo, it always ends up, like, lopsided or something weird. You know, I always throw, I always throw a round or two. I'm like, really? You know, so he's got, like, one eye lower than the other and a messed up nose. I'm like, whatever. I tried. You know. That's still pretty funny. Yeah, it, it, it's a good That's time. That's still pretty funny. You know? I like doing it, you know. I just just screw <laughs> around, you know. Right. Because normally you're hitting them all in the in the chest and the lungs, so the head's like pristine. Right. So. You're trying to make a smiley yeah, face. Yeah, I am. But uh, you know, good. hey, we'd love to talk to you. Yeah. You, if you're in the if you're in it, um, new to guns, experience with guns. If you know somebody who's just said maybe it's time to get get that that firearm in case of an emergency, you know, bring them into Southern Armory. Uh, we'd love to chat with them. Uh, we're located at 9901 Watson Road, one mile east of 27044, and SouthernArmory.com. SouthernArmory.com. That's SouthernArmory.com. And you can find us on Facebook at Southern Armory, or you can find us on Facebook at Second Amendment Radio. That's right. Second Amendment Radio and Southern Armory on Facebook, two great places to keep up with what's happening at Southern Armory and here on Second Amendment Radio. Also, the Radio.com app or 971talk.com to get the podcasts absolutely free so you don't miss any of it. We are going to take a break, and when we get back, we are going to talk to Pastor John Michael Brown. going to be a very interesting discussion. Don't miss it. You're listening to Second Amendment Radio on FM News Talk 97.1. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. And welcome back to Second Amendment Radio. It's FM News Talk 97.1. Tony Colombo here with my partner Aaron Tarlow, the owner of Southern Armory. Chad Ellis, our producer in studio as well. And as I mentioned in that last segment, joining us now on... On the phone is Pastor John Michael Brown, JMB. How you doing, my friend? I'm great, brother. How about yourself? It's uh, great to talk with you again. I mentioned earlier, if you've been a fan of this radio station or listening for any amount of time, I'm sure you've heard Pastor Brown on the Dave Glover Show, The Weekend Report, several other places around the radio station here. He is a uh, obviously a pastor at a local church. 
Uh, he is one of my pastors. He baptized my daughter, Grace. Mm-hmm. And um, I wanted to have the pastor on today to talk about, uh, you know, here we are on Second Amendment Radio very often talking about gun rights and, and gun mm-hmm. laws and um, just uh, another thing that we've, that we've touched on a lot lately, and, and Aaron has, has mentioned about Southern Armory, the, the store, there are more people seemingly getting into the idea of protecting themselves mm-hmm. with a firearm than ever. And yeah. people that, you know, ad- adults that are in their 50s and 60s and maybe even 70s that, that never have, considered it before. Yeah, yeah, have lived their whole yeah. lives saying, I'm not a gun person, I'm not really interested in that, are now showing up at the store yeah. and, and wanting to get trained, yeah. wanting to get a firearm, correct? Yeah, and it's weird because we, we were, we're even bumping to them, you know, just, out and about you know it's, yeah it's pretty obvious who we are we've got a jeep with the, the logo on the tire yep. cover and then the license plate says got gun <laughs> so uh we used to you know it's funny we were coming from a doctor's appointment and uh we have this little lady crossing the street and uh you know i stop at the crosswalk you know because that's, that's what you're supposed to do and i'm just i don't care you know take your time you know she's walking across with the cane and uh she looks over and smiles at me and waves and then i guess as she's like you know, panning her eyes back down the the yellow license plate says, "Don't tread on me, Missouri license plate." Of course, uh, she sees the the got gun and she uh, looks back up, smiles at me, finger guns me, and then <laughs> points down at the plate. And um, you know, my and me and my wife we smile at each other and like she she does the old thumbs up and walk keeps on walk across the crosswalk. Me and my wife look at each other like, "That's awesome." Did that like 70, 80 year old lady just like finger gun us and give us the thumbs up for our license plate? And that's my wife's hilarious. Like, Man, I gotta put that on Facebook, you know. Yeah. So she's like, you know, Facebooking about it and everything. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious, you know. That's, that is so, hilarious. Um, so it's uh, out there, John Michael. Um, Aaron was telling a story in the last segment about he he just joined a new church about a year ago and had a, has had a couple of discussions with his pastor at that church about um, about carrying and and his pastor also uh carries a firearm i talked about how you um you know go shooting from time to time with your friends as as sort of a hobby but there are some people that i think would interpret the bible or the uh the christian message as um guns are something that you shouldn't have as a christian or shouldn't be promoting as a christian because uh you know god is a is not a god of war he's a god of peace and and guns are tools of war so could you just sort of talk about uh your interpretation of the Bible and why you believe it, it, carrying a, a gun is is not going against the Word of God. Uh, well, I, I guess you mean the we live in a fallen world, first of all, and what God had intended for us is not what we see, and, and so we actually biblically see God being the one who starts to institute, you know, uh, capital punishment. You know, you take a life, your life will be taken. If, Certain uh, commit certain sins, and and people are going to say that's in the Old Testament. But um, I think you go you go to the New Testament, and, and you can't find a place where it, it says that you're supposed to be trampled upon um, just by criminals. You know, I mean, it, it in Romans 13 it says the the governing authorities don't hold the sword for nothing. So you have this idea of law and order. So if, if I was going to, I guess, debate someone about whether or not it's wrong 
to have a gun, I guess I would go, I guess, to a deeper level. Is it okay to defend yourself? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, you know, a boxer, his hands become lethal weapons. So can I not punch someone, you know, if, can I not fight back? Am I or am I not allowed to defend myself uh, as a human being? I think uh, a lot of what we see when Jesus is, is passive is, is for the purpose of, of being a sacrifice. I've told people that in my in my own personal life. I'm not one. I'm not going to let you kill me just because I'm black. Two. I'm not going to let you kill me just because you're a criminal. You know, mm-hmm. if you want if you want to make me a martyr, if you want to try to get me to deny Christ, you know, I think that's completely different than uh, the idea of not owning a gun. So I, I mean, ultimately, I guess I would say, uh, me personally, not owning a gun doesn't doesn't stop the police? Am I allowed to call the police and can they shoot someone who's intruding in my house? So it's kind of like a, a feel good. You know, I think people are, they're coming from a feel good approach. Well, you know, God's about love and Jesus is about love and God's not for war. Well, clearly the Bible says God was the one that instituted government. So if governments go to war, then you have to ultimately look on this, this side of God's, uh, design and desire, meaning uh, man destroyed the, the perfect world, and God's going to renew it. So I think it, in the in-between time, we have things like guns, we have mm-hmm. things like uh, jails, we have things <laughs> like tasers and right. uh, whatever, knives. I mean, it's, it's just kind of one of those things. Anybody that says you can't own a gun, well, can I own a knife? It's, you, you know, it's just kind of a their logic is not consistent because you should really be asking, is it okay to defend yourself? And I believe it's okay to defend yourself. And then secondly, carrying a firearm is, you know, a means by which you can defend yourself. Right. So I don't know. I don't want to get too much into the whole biblical discussion of, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and, and, and start, uh, a, a Christianity debate, but it's uh-huh. my interpretation. I don't know about yours, but that that God, uh, you know, put us here, but gave us free will, and we yeah. have our, our we have ability to make our own choices. He didn't just write a script, and you know, we're going to do what is already written, and we have no choice in the matter. I don't know if you believe yeah. that or not, but that's what I believe. Oh, most and, most definitely, I believe okay. it's free will. So if people can choose wrong, then. Uh, and we have to be able to defend ourselves. Exactly. That's it. and that's exactly where I was going. If if you if you are given free will, and he knows that there are there are bad people, right. that there are bad elements in this world that are out to uh, turn you or you know take you to the dark side or do you harm, then I would imagine that he, it's almost your responsibility. As yeah. a Christian, to be able to defend yourself and your family, would you agree with that? Oh, most definitely. I was I was thinking about the the story when the the captives come back to Israel and they rebuild the wall, and there's these hostile nations all around them. So each worker, while he's trying to rebuild the wall, this security, so it's okay to put up walls. Secondly, they they had swords. So uh, I mean, that's their at that time, that's their gun. So. It, the reality of this world that we live in re- requires some of those things. Now, what what good does God get out of a a Christian being killed in a carjacking? I yeah. mean, that's 
if that's why I say it's, if if it were a case where our government was anti-Christianity, then that's a whole other story. But you're talking about we live in a world where people do bad things, so there it can't be wrong for me not to be trampled upon. Mm-hmm. And right. in a world where there's guns and knives, I think I want a gun. <laughs> right. <know>? And and <laughs> you're kind of getting into like this is this is my justification. Uh, Luke twenty two thirty six. I had to look it up. I could paraphrase it, but yeah. I didn't want to necessarily go too far off. Um, I'll just kind of cut to cut to the point here. Uh, get he, get it, you some swords. You yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, if you don't have a sword, let him sell his garment and buy one. Uh, I think the other one I, I saw was like you know sell your cloak and and buy a dagger. And uh, I kind of always joke with people. I was like you know if they had access to fully automatic weapons back in the day. That's right. that's yeah. what they they would have because that's really what they're referring to you know a dagger or a sword that was you know that was their modern day yeah, that was you the know gun. musket uh-huh. you know yeah. and and yeah. just kind of like how I interpret the Constitution you know you, you know a musket uh, they didn't they didn't say you know single fire you know black powder rifle only you know um, mm-hmm. in in the Constitution so that's I kind of look at the the Bible the same way it's a living yeah. breathing document that you can kind of place uh, in modern society and and apply to what's going on uh, yeah. today and it's, and that's it's interesting that that's the you, you, if you you go on you read that in the garden when Jesus is arrested one of those swords is pulled out you know one of those swords is actually pulled out I, I believe that speaks to what I mean by purpose you know Jesus didn't want them to fight he was going to be a sacrifice but they were carrying these swords around. So yeah. Peter had a sword to pull out uh, to, to actually try to defend Jesus. It just wasn't the purpose at that point in time. I mean, I'm not going to pull out guns and say, you know, bow to, you know, Yahweh, the God of the Bible, or I'm going to shoot you. I'm just saying, hey, I'm not. And, and I think there's an, an element of grace. If somebody tries to rob you and you pull out a gun and say, you know, go away, you know, and you choose not to shoot them, I mean, there's an element of grace. I could take your life right now, but I'm not going to mm-hmm. do something, make a better choice, you know, make a better choice with your life. So, yeah. And part yeah, of it too oh, is, uh, you know, the whole idea of Jesus being crucified was to get rid of the old sacrificial system of, mm-hmm. you know, goats and, and lambs and stuff whenever you would send too, because he was the perfect sacrifice. So, you know, a lot Both of people uh, say what pastor I said, most definitely. Right. Most definitely. So mm-hmm. people don't, don't realize that, you know, he could have literally, like rain down sulfur and fire, and uh, you know didn't didn't have to do it do uh, do what he had done. Yeah. Um, so it was it was it was on purpose. Well, how about um, how about this one? You know what he could have done then. We read later on when he comes back, he's not going to bear sin, but he's going to bear a sword. I mean, he's coming back with armies to punish all evil. So you know, even you know, we're talking about us living, but God Himself will will use a sword rain down you know fire from heaven so uh, to, for evil against evil this is not for personal gain this mm-hmm. is to punish evil and that's why I think uh, why it's it's biblical to have swords guns uh, capital punishment these things that uh, because of evil so I just think people want to live in a this flowery idea that doesn't stand up to logic. You know that that's not logical. Yeah, you wouldn't let you wouldn't let somebody come and assault your wife, right? And say, well, Jesus doesn't want me to it, exactly. So I, I have to have a means 
to defend my wife. If there are guns out there, it's okay for me to have one, too, if I need to defend myself. Yeah. Right. So we're talking to Pastor John Michael Brown. Just a couple minutes to go. Um, uh, Pastor, do you still find that belief prevalent in the church or... As time goes on and, you know, people sort of evolve their beliefs, you know, we, we get adjusted to this new world and all the evils in it and guns are more accepted. Or do you think there's a still a very large percentage of the uh, uh, Christian population that believes that guns are, you know, anti-God? Yeah, well, I, I guess, you know, as soon as you start, you know, asking that question, I automatically Turn to well, it depends on which political party that Christian belongs to. I mean, <laughs> the bottom line is that you know, politically conservative Christians, uh, by and large, are perfectly fine with guns. But uh, politically liberal Christians are all you know. It, it, I mean, it, it just goes. It's it just goes with that territory, you know. I mean, and and maybe they're because they're anti-gun. That's why they they're. They're anti-gun Christians. That's how they, why they lean liberal. You know, I don't know which came first. Yeah, chicken it's, or the, egg it's the chicken or the egg. That's exactly what I was going to say. It's a but, little bit of the chicken or the egg. Are they anti-gun? Are they bringing the anti-gun belief into their religion because of their political view? Or are they bringing their anti-gun belief uh, into their political view because of their religion, religious yeah. beliefs? Mm-hmm. It, it's like you don't you don't know which is, is which. <laughs> Um, but it's still something that I imagine that, um, that people, you know, you have to deal with from time to time when talking to parishioners and, you know, people, uh, n- not only attending church, but, uh, other ministers and pastors, I would imagine this is an issue that still, uh, yeah, crops I think up. some pastors when, when, you know, some people that are not so gun, you know, when you started seeing even in this area, I think it was over in Illinois when a pastor got shot in his, mm-hmm. in his pulpit. I mean, you got pastors going, hey, you know, uh, maybe I'll start carrying a gun. Or they weren't, they would kind of behind closed doors let the people in the in the congregation that they knew had concealed carries, hey, it's, it's okay if you have that, you know, don't tell anybody. But, you know, because the bottom line is that it's, when your life is at stake, everything everything changes. It's always fun to be theoretical. Um, you know, oh yeah, this is what God, you know, they, we, we just have to be realistic and we have to be fair, I think, with the text, you know, yeah. with the biblical text and the concepts that it's representing. Just like we said, the dagger, the dagger, mm-hmm. the sword, that's their gun. That's their concealed carry back then. Yeah, so, that... uh, we, it's okay. I mean, I, I don't think you can bring that to a Bible study and say, God's against guns. I mean, it's all one of those things... After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Biblically, God is okay with weapons. Therefore, gun is a weapon. You can't make a direct connection, and it the, the theology should lean more toward that guns are okay. Yeah, right. And then the the other one, like you know, I I carry 
you know, a firearm everywhere. Um, and then I carry, you know, a first aid kit and stuff too. And, and my justification for that is pretty easy. I look at Palms uh, 82. Uh, four, which is hey, rescue. you're showing off in front of hey, the pastor. Hey, man, I I, I made some notes. Um, re- rescue the the weak and the needy, deliver them from the hands of the wicked, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, you know whether it's the you know death, you know like the Grim Reaper, and I'm stopping a bleed or you know stabilizing them, you know, or using a firearm as that veil of uh, protection. Uh, yeah, either myself or you my know, family or somebody that's an else. Interesting last point before we let you go, Pastor John Michael Brown, uh, is who we're talking to right now on the phone. Um, Jesus, in your in your interpretation, God says, you know, it's okay to protect yourself, you know, with, with the tools of the day, which would be guns today, um, yeah. and and you know, use them if you have to in protection of yourself or your family, um, yeah. your friends. Um, but at the same time, after you've done that. Um, would it be then your responsibility to help the person that you have uh, defended yourself, you know, that you've maybe shot or been in in a conflict with? Is it then also your responsibility to to help them uh, seek get medical help, but not but also spiritual help? Is that does that is that fall on you in any way? To you know? I think we're responsible. I mean, we're responsible to bring spiritual help to anybody. You know, mm-hmm. I I think. That's why, you know, personally, I don't see myself as one that would go back and be a combatant in the military because I would rather take a different approach. I'm not against the, the, the military, or I, and I defend people that feel guilty about, I mean, that's not you. You're, you're a soldier. That's what you do. You follow your orders. So I, I think you, you're supposed to help anybody. Um, you know, I don't know if it's fortunately or unfortunately I was trained well in my concealed carry, um, I don't plan for there to need to be any help if, if I were to actually have to pull a firearm. Then, right. Then sure. I would stop that threat. Yes, yes, <laughs> so. yes. Absolutely. All right, well, that's uh, that's great stuff. Uh, fascinating discussion. I'm sure we will continue it in the future. Um, maybe we can have somebody on to kind of present the other side at some point as well, and yeah. we can maybe get some... There is no other side. Ah, <laughs> there you go. That's the right side. <laughs> yes, there's only one side, and that's the right side. Uh, I appreciate your time today, Pastor John Michael Brown. Uh, we'll talk to you again real soon. That's great, brother. All right. Thanks, sir. we got to take a break, but we're not done yet. More Second Amendment Radio coming up next. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to FM News Talk 97.1. What's so funny? <laughs> White people <laughs> singing? White people <laughs> Well, of course uh, not. <laughs> no, I wasn't going to go there. I think uh, he was maybe high notes. I think, <laughs> I think he was kind of laughing because it was like, I missed the earth so much. I actually miss my wife, you know, which is, uh, which is funny. So, uh, I was telling you guys, like when he had queued this one up like earlier, yeah. I was like, I got a really good story about that. Uh, so it was, uh, you know, I remember traveling with my dad and stuff and, uh, that was a song I remember my dad, uh, really liking and, uh, so, it, uh, you know, after he had passed away, I was cruising down the road and that song came on and, you know, the, the flood of memories came uh, back. So it's yeah. uh, one of the songs that I've got that's cool. uh, on my uh, on my iPhone and my uh, that's cool. and my music. So yeah, yeah, that's a uh, couple couple good songs. So Absolutely. we play that every once in a are while. You, Chad, you're probably too young for this, but are you at all familiar with the William Shatner version of Rocket Man? No, I just know Elton. Oh, well, do you know who William Shatner is? No. He's wow. The, he's uh Star Trek. Um, the first captain on Star Trek. Really? He's uh he's uh James T. Kirk. 
Yeah. The captain of uh, the Starship Enterprise. True the story. old yeah. story. The old show from like the 60s. You watch Family Guy? Uh, sometimes. And William Shatner's done a, you know, a couple of things so, on there. Well, anyway, <laughs> Shatner is famous for a very distinct style of, of acting. Yes. And, um... Just like what I did. Just like what yeah. he just... He's very... Like this, Very, when he delivers his yes. lines. Dramatic. Uh, yeah, kind of <laughs> over, well, yeah. he did, a, he, did a, he did a version, he sang Rocket Man at some event years, decades, decades and decades ago. It's, um, it's pretty funny. And it's pretty, uh, it's pretty ridiculous. Maybe next week. Something for you to, something for you to check out. Um, Welcome back to Second Amendment Radio, FM News Talk 97.1. Big thank you to Pastor John Michael Brown. Great uh, discussion, fascinating stuff from the pastor in the last segment discussing um, whether or not carrying a gun is okay with God, with your uh, with the beliefs of uh, Christianity. And that is a debate that um, the pastor has talked about that he's had uh, with parishioners, people attending the church, with people within the church, uh, other ministers and pastors. It's kind of a it's it's still a thing. Um, There are many that believe that uh, if you are a Christian, you don't carry a gun because guns are tools of war and uh, God is a God of peace and not war. And then there are others like John Michael who believe it's your Christian uh, not only right but duty to protect yourself and your family and has scripture to back up his beliefs. So um, if you want to hear that, you can always go back and download our podcast absolutely free. Go to 971talk.com, our website, click on podcasts, download the podcast that way, or download the radio.com app, which is also absolutely free and you will have access to the radio station 24 7 you can stream it and you can download all the podcasts from all the shows here on the station including second amendment radio also absolutely free and don't forget to follow us on facebook second amendment radio and southern armory both on facebook uh just a couple minutes to go here because we went long there with um, right. john michael totally but good. um uh, we'll probably talk about this a little bit more in depth next week But um, Democrats in Congress this week have introduced a bill that would allow shooting victims to sue the gun industry. So, for example, if you are um, unfortunately in one of these tragedies, um, you would not only be able to uh, seek justice from the person that was doing the shooting, but you would be allowed to sue the gun maker. It would be exactly like if if. You were in a drunk driving accident. Yeah. Now you not a... only could you seek justice from the person that was drunk mm-hmm. driving, but you could also sue Ford or yeah, Chevy or, or Chevy, whatever yeah. kind of car they were and then, driving. You know, maybe expand that to you know, well, you know, the 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 department didn't have enough officers on patrol for the DUI, DWI, or or whatever. They didn't issue enough tickets proportionally to every other department for that type of infraction so therefore they're just as guilty we all know like st louis city for example i'm not trying to throw anybody under the bus but uh you know the state patrol came in and started enforcing the the traffic uh side of things right Mm -hmm. and uh and then the missouri state highway patrol did such a great job that they overwhelmed uh the courts right Mm -hmm. and that was that was big news uh here so i mean where do you draw that line right and uh you know you kind of look back uh you know, like in the aviation industry, right? And 
Um, that's what that was the big thing to do. You know, back in the day was somebody would wreck an airplane, even though it was pilot error, you'd go and you'd sue, you know, Beechcraft or Piper or Cessna. Yeah. Uh, so this isn't like a new concept, right? We're just going to demonize, you know, the, the people that made made the item in the hopes we're going to bankrupt them. And exactly. And, and that that, that was exactly it. That was successful uh, in the in the aviation industry where it did. It did definitely hurt them. That's why we have the, the new Piper Corporation. Um Amongst other things, and so now you're, you're you kind of look at where we're at now. Well, now there's there is uh, protection, you know, built in where you know you, you're not going to be able to sue people for um, you know using uh, products uh, maliciously yep. or and not the way they were intended. So this is uh, exactly what the families of Sandy Hook. I'm, you know, I feel horrible for them. Don't get me wrong. I remember exactly where I was uh, when I found out about the shooting. I was on my way to Kansas City for for a gun show, consequently, and that gun show was uh, completely crazy because mm-hmm. you know the shooter used an AR-15 and everything else. So the families there uh, were suing Remington, and a court said you could do it, and yeah. then a higher court you know overturned it and said you you couldn't do it. And now uh, lawmakers are going to try to basically you know overrule that particular court's decision so it's going to be interesting i think it's if they pass it it, uh, if trump signs it um or let's say they get it through on a veto override uh then you know the supreme court maybe will decide you know you know what they're going to do i can't imagine maybe it'll go i can't imagine it gets that far i I hope it doesn't but i think it's just a political talking point for the upcoming 2020 election it's just another um option Another route that they can try to attack the gun makers, yeah. and try to bankrupt them, and continue to damage the gun industry. Right. Uh, we got to leave it right there, but uh, don't miss next week's show. Of course, every Saturday at 3 o'clock, and follow along on Southern Armory and Second Amendment Radio on Facebook. For Aaron Tarlow and Chad Ellis, I'm Tony Colombo. We'll see you back here next week for another edition of Second Amendment Radio on FM News Talk 97.1. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.